0: This helps me be able to get better guests on here as they check the reviews to see how you guys are liking it. So if you could please do that, I would really, really appreciate it. Today, OpenAI announced that they are launching their new GPT-4. This is probably one of the most highly anticipated uh, pieces of technology in tech. So we're gonna break down exactly what that means, how it works and what it can do better than the original ChatGPT. So just as a quick little refresher, when ChatGPT launched, originally it was on GPT-3 um they did a slight update to do gpt 3.5 some slight updates and now they have officially launched gpt4 so in order to use it um you have to be a paying premium user of ChatGPT, gpt and then you can opt into it and uh it's got a lot of it's got a lot of cool new features but you know um i would say for anyone that thinks this is going to be like the next thing and ai and robots are going to take over everything as i've been saying for a while on the podcast uh You know, probably a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, Sam Altman, CEO of OpenAI, came out and said, you know, for people that think this is the case with GPT 4, they're just getting their hopes up uh, and it's not as maybe crazy as some might think. So, as far as the breakdown really quickly of exactly what is different with this, number one, it has a lot better reasoning capabilities. Um, Number two, it can take images as inputs. So you can feed it an image and say, based off this image, blah, 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 blah. So like mixing an image and text. Um, and the third thing it can do is that they increased the text it can generate and receive, and I'll explain what the difference is on that, from 3,000 words to 25,000 words. So it could technically generate a 25,000 word article off of a single prompt or piece of content, essentially, right? If, if you prompted it the right way and did what you needed. So what's interesting about the um, word increase there is specifically for companies and software that are built on top of ChatGPT. um, The way it works is because there's so much computational power, the prompt that you give it and the text it outputs are combined together. So if you had, you know, a really sophisticated, for example, I have like a sophisticated life coach. Um, and the way it works is we have like a full page prompt we've written, instructing it how to be a life coach um, and how that whole thing works. And so if you combine all the text there, whatever the output it gives you can only be previously 3000 words with what you gave it plus what it, what it output. So now that they've increased this, this gives the opportunity, not just for it to create longer content, but for you to be able to input much, much um, bigger prompts, much more complex prompts And the fact that it can understand, right, like 25,000 words, you could probably put like a massive chunk of a book in here and have it write a summary versus just like a single page or article. You know, you could get like whole chapter summaries on stuff. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens just alone with the increase in text that they've kind of uh, bumped it up to. Another thing they say is that it's uh, much more safe. Um, I think ChatGPT in their kind of like documentation on this said that if you, you know, it's like 82% less likely to respond to requests for what they call disallowed content, Um, which to be honest, pretty much just means they had more people manually go and put manual safeguards, which has been criticized a lot, right? It's a lot of it is politically motivated or essentially, you know, biased towards whatever they deem is socially acceptable or uh, whatever is okay content. So, I mean, you know, that is taken with a grain of salt. Uh, handful of people I've talked to are not thrilled by just the more um, you know like people pretty much a lot of people are not excited when you say like, oh, I made my thing more safe. It's like safe from who? Like you know, if you're an adult, you, you can just handle what you get out of it. So anyways, that's with a grain of salt and maybe some people like to be kind of babied in that way in the content they see or whatnot. And you know definitely for for children and for kids using it that might be useful for adults. You know some adults just want to be treated like adults but I know that's not for everyone in any case uh, off of my spiel on that um, one other thing chat GPT did is this is kind of a funny thing they threw out there on their kind of like launch notes is that chat GPT took the bar exam and it was in the 10th percentile so this is just like the og chat GPT and with this new GPT 4 um it took the bar exam and it was in the 90th percentile so obviously this is kind of like reasoning capabilities that they're putting out there have actually made some big impacts um with like academic stuff which i think is important because um they're really trying to push this thing into kind of a a tool for educators and education um, overall, I would say I'm pretty glad to see that they're they're kind of pushing for this rapid incremental change, right? Like it wasn't that long ago. We had uh, GPT-3, GPT-3.5. Like they're iterating very fast and making a lot of updates. So I think this is a really solid update at a very fast pace. I really can't complain. But like that being said, this isn't the apocalypse. This thing isn't, you know, you know, uh, super genius. It is interesting, though. A couple companies they've been integrating with. Number one, Duolingo. Um, they have it to kind of, I guess they say to deepen the conversation on Duolingo, really to kind of create a chatbot that helps you when you're learning different languages or whatnot. Um, the other thing is they're working with a company called Be My Eyes, and essentially it's for blind people to take a picture of something. And then there's a bunch of volunteers that can go and help, uh, you know, learn or help tell people what exactly the the blind person Took a picture of and uh, make sure that you know they're buying the right thing or making the right choice or whatever so it's a really awesome kind of i think it's i think it's a nonprofit um, organization in any case uh they're working with them because now that you can do the image inputs uh they're helping those people to know exactly what they're seeing right so you may not actually need volunteers to tell you exactly what you're taking a picture of because now openai chat gpt could help uh, people with visual uh you know and vision disabilities to see better so that's kind of interesting Another area is Stripe. Stripe is leveraging the GPT-4 to pretty much streamline user experience and to combat fraud. Um, so that is uh, obviously a very powerful use case. We'll dive more into exactly what that means. Morgan Stanley, the bank, you know, they're using uh, wealth management tools and they're, they they deployed GPT-4 to organize a lot of their knowledge base. Um, so that's very interesting. Khan Academy, right? Like I was talking about, they're, they're kind of pushing into education. Khan Academy integrates GPT-4. Um, as every student's customized tutor right so now that this thing can if you think about it it's kind of interesting because they have a handful of companies that they obviously gave gpt4 to ahead of time um obviously well selected right like we're talking a bank or stripe or also the government of iceland to help preserve its language khan academy which is a nonprofit education company be my eyes a nonprofit for uh, people with disabilities duolingo for learning a new language right I feel like they've really specifically chosen a like companies that kind of have goodwill maybe less stripe and Morgan Stanley but like Khan Academy uh, preserving the Icelandic language you know learning new language Duolingo be my eyes nonprofit right so I feel like they've really intentionally chosen a number of uh, specific companies but what's interesting is it would appear that a lot of their new features they've added um, with GPT 4 also directly apply to these companies right like be my eyes is probably one of the big motivators for them to allow image inputs and they already had dolly too which classified images so obviously the technology is not that far off it's not like they invented something too crazy but uh it'll be interesting to see what they continue to do how this continues to change and improve in the future